Hello everybody, welcome back to 929. We are in chapter 21 of Leviticus Chaf Aleph Vaikra. We're starting Parashat um, Emor. We're going to be talking about the laws addressed to the priest, specifically in this chapter. But, um, I mean this parasha, but, um, uh, yes, chapter. But in this parasha, we also talk about the sanctifying the name of God. Shabbat and festivals, uh, candelabrum and multi-surface bread, and the blasphemer, er, er, cannot say this. Emor means speak to the children and educate them. More precisely, it means to speak softly. A teacher must bond with his or her students, giving them the feeling that, he, that here is a teacher who cares whether they understand the material or not very nice way to continue what we were talking about before about the super rational laws laws addressed to the priest Hashem said said to Moses speak to the priest Aaron's sons and say to them let no priest become ritually impure through contact with a dead person when there are others amongst his people who tend to be who tend to the burial except for his wife who is the closest relative his mother, his father, his sons, his daughters, his brothers, his virgin sister. <laughs> Very specific about that. If she is still close to him, because she was never with a man, he must take himself virtually impure to bury her and all his other close relative. Um, a husband should not make himself virtually impure for a wife who violated his sacred character, because as a priest, he was forbidden to marry her. However, this is only when there are others amongst his people who can tend to her burial. The priests should not make bald patches on their heads as a sign of mourning. They should not shave their extremities of their beards. They should not make scratches in their flesh. If they do, they will be liable for every scratch. Even against their will, the court may force them to be holy to their God by following above laws, so they should not desecrate their God's name, for they are the ones that offer up God's firings. Offerings. Firings? Fire offerings, sorry. <laughs> the food offering of their God, so that they should be holy. They may not marry an immoral woman who has had forbidden relations. I think nowadays um, a lot of this has changed, just saying. Uh, nor a woman who was born from a union which violated, like, a mamzerah, basically. If he wishes to marry a divorcee, he should force, you should force him to be holy against his will. You should treat him as a holy person by honoring him first in all matters. For I am God, your God, who, your holy God, who makes you holy. If a priest marries a daughter, violates sacred characters through adultery, she violates the sacred character of her father. She should be buried in fire. Yikes. Ouch. Um, and now more laws addressed to the high priest. I guess this one was for the priest. Um, yeah. So this one for the high priest. Um, um, uh, the oil was poured who was inaugurated to wear the special garments of the high priest must absorb the following 
When he is in a state of mourning, he should not leave his hair uncut for thirty days or tear his garments. He should not come under the same roof as any dead bodies. He should not make himself ritually impure to bury his father or his mother. They are the ones who tend to if they are the ones who tend to, to the matter. He should not leave the sanctuary the following of the funeral procession of his parents. He may continue to carry out the service of the sanctuary in the state of mourning. He should marry a woman who is a virgin. He may not marry a widow, divorcee, a woman who was um, born from a mamzera who, or a mamzeret, um, yeah, an immoral woman, someone that comes um, and thus he will not violate the sacred character of his children amongst the people. Um, and blemishes that disqualify a priest from service. Um, so basically, a blind man or a layman or one with a sunken nose or with this, I don't like this, okay, with disproportionate limbs or a man who has a broken leg or a broken arm or one with unusually long eyebrows or <laughs> cataract of imperfect iris, dry lesions, weeping sores, or one with crushed testicles. What the frick? Oh my god. This is so uncomfortable, oh my god. Any man from among the children of Aaron, the priest who has any other blemishes, should not come close to offer up God's fire offerings. So long as there is a blemish in him, he should not come close to offer food. To his God but if the blemish passes he may serve even a blemish priest may eat his God's food both from the most holy sacrifices and from the less holy ones but he may not come to the partition to sprinkle blood upon it or may nor may he um, come close to the outer altar because he has a blemish and thus he should not violate the sa sacred character of my holy things, for I am God who makes them holy. And that's it. Moshe told this to the people, and yeah. So Rashi interprets this verse as an instruction to warn the adults about educating their children. The Hebrew word lehazhir, to warn, is related to the word Zohar, meaning illumination. Ge genuine education must be bright and brilliant. Simply telling others what to do will not suffice. Make all your words sparkle with light and they will be taken seriously. I am God who sanctifies him. Priesthood is not a profession that someone chooses voluntarily. It is a life mission that God assigns to a priest upon birth. A priest can shun his duties temporarily, but he will never lose the priesthood. In a certain sense, all Jews have the, this priestly quality. A Jew is born a Jew and can never be stripped of 
that quality. Even if he has forsaken his Jewishness temporarily, he can always return to a lifestyle that is inherently his. Nice way to end this. That's the end of chapter um, 21. We'll see you tomorrow. Yashakoach.